From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. And on Saturdays at 2, making your home great. I'm Dave Alexander, ringleader of uh, today's show. Brock Emmons, co-ringleader, co-host. Uh, from Triangle Radiant Barrier. Hey, Brock. Hey, Dave. How are you? Good. I'm glad you're I'm here. I'm excited about today's show. We have two people who do things that will help your home be wonderful looking. I, honestly, Eddie Casanova, the kitchen Casanova. Eddie, are you? Is it? Do you only do kitchens? No, we do nearly anything with your home to remodel it. Yeah. Just. And- Distinctive remodeling. We do it distinctively. Distinctive remodeling. <laughs> you do. Oh, okay. All right. The, uh, the the other guest on today's show is Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration. Both gentlemen have been, been here before, We and we feel great about the opportunity of the show uh, today. Uh, Bernard, um, talk to me about, about taking out a wall. I got this idea that I could make my kitchen bigger. Yes. That's yes. a, that's a one of the most often asked really is how can we make the space bigger either I, add on or remove a wall and take over more space of the house and it, what's that involve well a lot of times we have to determine whether it's a structural load bearing wall and so we usually have to <laughs> investigate that pretty well or you get know an it's involved uh, on those flip it shows there's often that moment where they discover the phrase load bearing wall yes yeah Okay. Well, we it's not a problem. We do it every day. Yeah. It's just a matter of identifying how to handle it best in that situation. And is that the kind of thing you do? Uh, almost every day. Really? Yeah. And yet at the same time, I mean, we're imagining now um, uh, Eddie with a, with a sledgehammer in his hand, but <laughs> yet you're going to leave the place looking really nice. Yes, most definitely. You do top-end... We do, yes. Top-end remodeling. Bathrooms, Mm -hmm. kitchens, anywhere. Yes. Okay. Bernard Mumford has got the the strangest job I've just, I don't know, where'd you get into this? How did you get into this? Well, I started out as a nerd, remember? (laughs) You were just a furniture nerd. Furniture nerd. And you started out renovating or changing or adapting, restoring furniture. Yeah, I started, uh, you know, like some people do with just minor carpentry work and then started to build stuff. And then I decided that it was really cool to try to refinish chairs. Somebody helped me learn how to refinish chairs, and that was 38 years ago. So it kind of just kept going. And you start with chairs, but you end up with everything. I, I know. It's so impressive, uh, all the things that it looks like you have your, your hands in. I mean, you're you're able to restore wood furniture, reupholster, clocks, pianos, antiques. And one of these that really stands out to me, talk to me about photos. You're able to restore old photos? How do yes. you do that? Yeah. Well, you know, often before I answer that question is that, you know, you're only as good as the team, so I often get the credit for the work that these excellent team members do because nobody could be great at all these things unless you had, a you know, the best team. That's the truth. So photos can be done. You know, we can restore the original or we can do a really excellent digital scan where we can go pixel by pixel and bring back what was missing, what was damaged, what was water damaged. 
And so there's a couple of choices there. Often the folks want to keep the original, but then a lot of times it's so damaged that the digital scan is the best route. Well, some of the before and afters you have here are just are night and day. I mean, think about those photos that you have hanging in your home of, of your grandparents back from the 20s. That, yes. That really could use some new life to them. It's just really impressive. Oh, yeah. Uncle, yeah. Uncle Bill put it right next to his coffee cup. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Bill, what are you thinking? You've stained an original. So I have a great story. You can bring it back? Yeah, please. I have a great story about a couple that were sitting in Cracker Barrel, and they looked up on the wall, and they said, wow, that's a photo of my grandparents. Really? And so they went to the manager at Cracker Barrel. They got the photo. We restored the photo. The, The before and after was astonishing. But they had lost that photo in family legend. And so they were able to get it back from Cracker Barrel. We yeah. restored it, and they were thrilled. I want to know, did Cracker Barrel let them keep the original? <laughs> yes. They gave all right, them I'm the- going there. As soon as it opens, <laughs> I'm to look for all your ancestors. <laughs> and I'm Excellent. asking about the toy truck that's hanging on the wall. That was yours right, growing up. It was mine. <laughs> I owned that. That's my pedal car. All right. So, Eddie, talk to me about something you've done recently. Oh, well, we have – several jobs that we have custom cabinets going in yeah and uh we've i started my cabinet shop in 1996 here um it doesn't get much publicity because it's all under the you know the name of distinctive remodeling yeah but we have um really some fascinating cabinet jobs coming out from some from uh, uh we get some specialty ones from elmwood in uh Canada. What's Elmwood? Elmwood Kitchens is a is a highly specialized custom cabinet shop in yeah. Canada. And are they contracting you, or is it the other way around? We're we're contracting uh, the re- the renovation jobs here, and, yeah. and we're a dealer for them. Um, for specialty finishes, they are the best I've seen. Yeah, um, they do high gloss. They do really innovative finishes. You know that's what it'll be interesting to talk to Bernard a little bit more about some of these. But but custom cabinets have some amazing finishes, and that's one of the differences between stock and and custom is you can do some really cool finishes and and something that you won't see every day. What are people choosing to do? I, I mean, I don't understand a custom finish. I just got the cabinet. Well, it's a beautiful we, cabinet. What we've are, got some condos downtown Raleigh. There's yeah. a bunch of them going up. Yes, they are. Thank goodness. You tend to have a more modern uh, decor there. So uh, we're actually working on a, a high-gloss white kitchen with all inset doors and all the appliances are inset flush to where it's going to be one smooth wall of high-gloss white. And it's just, you know, it's it's a very simple design, but it's very difficult to make it so right I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the photos of that when they're finished with it mm-hmm. well eddie let me ask you a question do you guys also do uh we talked a lot about cabinetry do you guys do countertops as well yes we do turnkey projects turnkey. most often mm-hmm. what if what if we have a homeowner that uh, let's say they have original wood cabinets and and they restore them they bring in somebody to, to redo them but they just do not like their countertops how difficult do you find it can be to get the right measurements installing those i've noticed that obviously it has to be perfectly flat right <laughs> yes and, and a lot of these older homes that have yeah. these older cabinets that the, the new granite just doesn't necessarily fit on there right 
What do you typically do when you run into those kind of problems? Well, you have to usually use a laser to level the tops of the cabinets and make sure they're supported properly um, because, yes, if they have settled differently from one cabinet to another, they have to be either shimmed or um, add some uh, shims to the tops of them to make sure they have a level surface for the granite to be supported properly. Do you recommend replacing the cabinets, or do you always try to? Most often we we replace cabinets. But Especially if they want to do countertops. Well, we offer both options. Okay. Either reface the cabinets that are there if they're in good shape or replacement. And there's a fine line to where they you tip over that tipping point of where it's more cost-effective to replace than right. to re or refinish. All right. I have been talking all week on the radio that I was going to bring in the world's ugliest lamp for Bernard to look at. Sadly, in our home construction, we have misplaced the lamp. It was a, I think it's about 100 years old. I looked it up. It said, you know, Lady Liberty was not the only lady in that 1900s era, there was Lady Commerce and whatever. And I, I think I've got Lady Commerce or something like that. She's hmm. she barely clothed by her robe, which as a child I thought was wonderful. <laughs> and, but she's a metal lamp, okay? Uh-huh. I did not bring that in. But I did have this. I brought in an antique phone. Now, for those listening on the radio who can't see it, This is not a dial phone, although it's the shape of Grandma's phone. It's actually a no-dial phone. Yeah. There's no dial on it. Yeah, cool. So what do you think about that? Yeah, well, it looks like it could be definitely restored. Um, It has the simple cord from the receiver. The receiver has the, you know, listening and speaking receiver and, and talking. And it's so this the, is the one where you used to pick it up and you would get the operator. In other words, she was waiting there um, to hear you pick it up. Right, apparently yeah. waiting consistently. Yeah. B- back when they only needed three or four operators. Now, right. I, That's right. <laughs> well, read the, if you can read that, that dial, you can yeah. find out where it came from. Yeah, okay. it says Nags Head 322 was the number. Nags Head 322. Yeah. Back when what? You had to, you had to say some phrase, some word – and then the telephone number. That's so far back, it's only three digits instead of ten. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. You know you know who commented on it? I brought it in earlier. Ann Clapp of The Weekend Gardener looked at it and said, you know, I had a – when I was growing up, we had a telephone and a telephone number. One of the few people in our town that had it. And our telephone number was 223. <laughs> yeah. That was it. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to have you look at this during the commercial break and give me a, give me a, an idea about this. Bring in something to Bernard at Mumford Restorations, even if you think he can't do it. No, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. He'll, he'll get away, somebody to do it. Eddie Casanova, the kitchen Casanova, is here. Distinctive Remodeling is the company. will tell you why he is the kitchen Casanova. And why maybe he he's not going to be doing what he usually does, but... He, you used to you used to do a special service for people. Exactly. In the pre-COVID days. We're talking about restoring objects and making your home great. A News Radio 680 WPTF FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. 
Do you have a restoration project that's beyond your abilities? Have you inherited an antique, piano, furniture, gun? Mumford Restoration can get you out of sentimental Neverland. You know, the I'll eventually restore that, then life gets in the way place. Mumford Restoration specializes in repairing, restoring, and getting those sentimental items back to their original state. Mumford Restoration provides in-home evaluations of your precious pieces. Call to schedule yours today, 919-510-6310, or visit MumfordRestoration.com. Working miracles to restore your family memories. The Garden Hut in Fuquay Marina would like to honor all moms this weekend. Let the Garden Hut bring even more color to her world with their vast array of roses, hydrangeas, hanging baskets, bedding plants, gorgeous perennials, and annuals for your container garden. The Garden Hut is still observing COVID-19 hours. Open today, 10 till 5, appointments only on Sunday. Go to the Garden Hut's Facebook page or nelsasgardenhut.com for more information. Happy Mother's Day. From the Garden Hut in Fuqua, Spring is upon us at Witherspoon Rose Culture, and our rose garden is brimming with new growth. If you anticipate the first bloom as much as we do, you'll find everything you need in our garden shop. Call an order ahead. We're offering curbside pickup for all your rose gardening needs. Our potted roses are now available for you to purchase. We're located at 4800 Garrett Road in Durham. Visit us online at witherspoonrose.com to browse and buy. It's the perfect time to plant new roses. Handcrafted. It's a term that applies to the finest furniture. Architect Stephen Clip believes it can also apply to your home. A handcrafted home isn't more costly, it just functions better and stands out from your neighbors. Architect Stephen Clip can design a home that is filled with light and joy that can bring a family closer together and a higher price when it's time to sell. Arrange for a consultation today from Stephen Clip Architecture. View his projects at StephenClipArchitecture.com. That's Stephen with a V, Clip with two P's, Architecture.com. Telephone number is 919-860-9783. I'd love it if you would call 919-860-9783 for Eddie Cassinet of the Kitchen Casanova of Distinctive Remodeling and Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restorations. And Bernard, you've got a question for Eddie. Yeah, so when you're, uh, we're talking earlier about the Elmwood Cabinet Company Mm -hmm. and the finishes that they provide. Um, When they produce a factory finish with that high gloss, it's really durable, is it not? Yes, they have one called a diamond finish. They consider it to be as hard as diamonds relative to other finishes yes very good so for homeowners you know the distinction there is to find out what quality or what level of finish are you going to get on your cabinets because it can mean the world for not only the look but the durability and the maintenance and the cleaning and the longevity you, the longevity absolutely because right. you know around the sink and around where if you have granite and so forth the cabinets will really get wet this is a lot of the work that we do for customers is you know try to touch up where the water has made some problems but when you get a cabinet with the diamond finish on it um, you're going to have such joy in just wiping that clean and not have any problem i, I think that's a great idea to to get the best cabinet and the best finish you can is a, is a great thing for a homeowner and the, right. ca- the cabinets are the most expensive part of my kitchen most often yes most okay often. now we have 
the rare occasion that those that something else takes. Sure, rental properties got you know <laughs> they they picked it up at the uh, uh, what is it uh, Habitat for Humanity and they hung it up. But that's not the most yeah. expensive. But yeah, if you do it right, the cabinets are the most expensive piece. And and <laughs> the countertops. What are people asking for? Uh, specifically, let me just tell you that five years from now, I'm going to sell my house. I want whatever they're going to want in five years. Do you know? Quartzite. Quartzite. Hmm. Quartzite is, really? is is very popular right now. Is it very expensive? It's the most expensive. It is, <laughs> of course. Yeah. That well, sounds about right. Levels of quartzite, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Because it is a more rare stone. It is right. a natural stone. It has the properties of granite, but it has the look of a marble yeah. most often. And you mm-hmm. usually don't get that in a granite. You usually right. get specks, but this is usually has veins. And so it looks like a marble, and marble is typically too soft or too porous for countertops. Right. right. But quartzite has the look of marble, but the 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 you know durability and and uh, features like granite does. Well, you know, in the kitchen is the one place you do not want to try to save a penny. Okay, when when you're doing restoration or your uh, renovations to a home. The, the kitchen is everything. So if you yeah. you spend a little bit more time, you spend a little bit more money and get high end finishes, uh, right. that that really adds to the value of the property. That's what sells the house. Kitchens and master suites are That's what right. sell the house. So Kitchens doesn't the quartzite have a very high reflective quality about it when you come in to see it? Really reflective. Yes. Yeah, most definitely. Is it is it something that I need to put some sort of liquid on every year? Uh, sealer, sealer. Yeah, yes. Most of them come with a sealer from the factory, but um, it's not bad idea to maintain that. All right, now, give different it. stones may have a different time period of how often you need to seal it. Yeah, so you usually want to get advice from your stone provider. And the the kind of countertops you would put down, whether it's quartzite or something else. Mm-hmm. I was a little confused. You know, they look a little like multicolored, whatever. And I asked somebody, is this some sort of product that somebody put together? This is a slab of stone. Right. That's the difference between quartz and quartzite. Okay. Quartz is a man-made product that they grind up, you know, quartz, and then they fabricate it into different patterns. Can I buy that? Yes. Okay. All right. And what that's, the kind other? Of, that's kind of become the norm where granite used to be, yeah. you know, the mm-hmm. go-to countertop. After laminates went away, yeah, granite became the go-to countertop. And that's been out long enough to where quartz has overtaken the popularity of granite. Hmm. And now quartzite for the upper end kitchens is taking over quartz. Now, are you having a lot of customers that are ordering that type of stuff? I mean, is this you're just watching the industry kind of move upward, uh, upward trend when it comes to quartzite? Folks in the demographic that we serve mm-hmm. typically want the next best thing. I see. I guess that goes to your question, Dave. If you were wanting to sell the house a few years from now, what's going to be the new hot thing? Let me just tell I'm I'm so honest about certain things. When we bought the house, we spent more than I thought that we should but we bought the house in Fuquay Arena. Mm-hmm. The home has never been underwater. You know, the mortgage has never been more than you know, the value of the or less. Yeah, let me try <laughs> it's to explain not been this. Flooded, right? <laughs> in two thousand eight and nine, everybody was crying about their mortgage, and I was sitting back saying, 
you know, I got a good house. It's worth a little bit. And I'm paying a little bit. And it's all right. It's increased in value. Mm-hmm. And they are putting homes from the two and three hundred thousands around me. And we're getting to, to the point where we don't want to. We got to move out because we can't turn left anywhere. We can't. Yeah. That's the way Fuquay Verena is. All right, John in Clarksville is called in. How you doing, John? How you doing? Great. Doing Good. Great. How are you guys today? Excellent. You speak right up. You're on, on with Eddie Casanave, the Kitchen Casanova of Distinctive Remodeling. We've got Bernard yeah. Mumford of Mumford Restoration and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, I've got a question. Um, I was talking to my neighbor the other day, and they were talking about they've heard about outdoor kitchens and that's right up my alley pretty interesting to me what how would i go about doing that and and you know how many people could i entertain with that you got to tell me what that is again outdoor kitchens outdoor kitchen oh yes yeah outdoor kitchens um like i said i started my cabinet shop in 1996 and almost day one i'd have customers asking me if we can build cabinets for them to use outside yeah well, back then, there weren't the products available to be able to withstand the humidity and the weather here right. in North Carolina. Um, but there, for the past 10 years, I've been uh, probably one of the biggest dealers for Danver stainless steel mm-hmm. outdoor cabinets, mm-hmm. outdoor kitchens. Um, so stainless steel that they can powder coat, in our opinion, is the ideal way to fit appliances in, and you can use – Countertops, you can't use quartz outside, but you can use a product called Decton, or you can use granite um, on the outdoor to be able to weather the the seasonality here, the snow, the rain, yeah. the humidity in the summer. Um, so stainless steel is what we have found to be the best uh, thing to withstand the heat and the humidity here. John, and, what do you want for your kitchen outside? I'm wanting to entertain roughly six to eight people. I've got some friends in the neighborhood. And you want to be... That sounds like something great. You're going to need a sink. You're going to need uh, a well, prep area. Well, what are the options there? I've just heard about it. Well, we, we started talking about lifestyle, talking about how you cook, what you like to cook, and what appliances are needed for those those types of meals that you like to prep, whether it be smoker or a pizza oven or a grill or you know we we've done some with warming drawers with um with power burners for doing you know uh clam bakes and and uh things like that so it all depends on the type of cooking you know size wise we can we want to know how many people you're serving so we can know what size grills and things like that to put in there um but also proximity to the house if you have to go a fair way from the kitchen to get yeah. to the outdoor grill, you might want to put a refrigerator under the counter and have more facilities to where you don't have to keep running back into the house. Well, and I would I would guide you to go to his website at distinctiveremodeling.com. Up on the top right corner, you're going to find a service tab. And if you scroll down, you can find a tab for outdoor living spaces. Uh, Eddie has a lot of great photos on there, and that might give you a few ideas in what direction you'd like to move forward. And we've also got a specific website for that called distinctiveoutdoorkitchens.com. All right, John, sounds like he's your man. 
Yes, sir. I think I'll be reaching out to you guys. I appreciate it very much. Excellent, John. Thank you very much. You're on uh, Making Your Home Great on News Radio 680 WPTF FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Um, uh, on the program today, Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration. He's been sitting patiently. We're going to talk about my phone. We're going to talk about more of what you do in just a moment. Hmm. Um, also, we got a phone call from uh, Gene and Benson. We're going to pick up with Gene in just a little bit. Um, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. If you have problems with either heat or air conditioning in terms of you think you need some sort of radiant barrier or you think you need insulation he's your guy and we're going to talk to him and of course you just heard from eddie casanova the kitchen casanova of distinctive remodeling i'm dave alexander i'm just the radio guy don't ask me anything i don't know nothing about no homes we're back in just a minute from home repair to remodeling this is making your home great FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Dame Alexander of the radio. Uh, Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration. And Eddie Casanay of the Kitchen Casanova of Distinctive Remodeling. By the way, next week it's Pipetex. Uh, we get uh, Dale Nichols back from Pipetex Plumbing Technology. Gene and Benson, thank you for calling. Hi. Thank hey, you. you're welcome. Um, hi. I wanted to ask uh, Mr. Mumford a question. I have a wooden painting, uh, Jacob Rupert Knickerbocker beer. I think it's a New York beer that looks like it was wood and it was painted over. It's really dark now because of the age, and I was wondering if it could be cleaned up. How is that done? And if it would reduce the value of that piece well that's a great question uh, my first question is is that do you think it was more of a sign or do you think it was something that was inside the house as art i think it's well it's inside now i it, it couldn't have been outside because it's all wood and okay. it's framed like a like a picture okay and so it has a wood backing and then it's painted over uh with uh right when do you think it's an oil painting uh over the wood is that what you think well when you touch it you can't Hell, if it's painted, it may have been screened. Okay, may have been screening of some kind of paint. Okay, yeah, well, that's definitely something that we could help you with. Um, The thing that we were just talking about in the studio here is that we want to make sure that we do the right process for the piece that you have, so that we don't take away any value. Our our commitment is, well, how can we keep the value or increase the value? So what we would do is to bring that to the shop if you want to bring it to us, and we would evaluate it. And then we would build a proposal that says, hey, this is exactly what we think we could do and maybe give you a couple of options. Uh, Definitely restorable. And, you know, because it's on wood, it's probably more stable. And uh, I'm sure that the uh, paint is probably adhered well. So we can probably either touch up or just clean. But you did mention it was dark. So often we found that a good cleaning will enable you to see a lot more distinction without uh, taking away from the piece at all. Does that answer your question? Right, because over over time it has gotten old and dark, and it's hard to see the colors in, mm-hmm. anymore. So, yes, I will gladly pay you a visit. Okay, excellent. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Gene. Okay. Gene from Benson. And this is making your home great. It was a good answer from Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration. You do wooden metal signs, you do antiques, you do and more. 
What's the weirdest and more? Probably this telephone here, Dave. That's the weirdest <laughs> okay. thing. I brought in a phone. <laughs> Come on, that's not the weirdest that's thing. That's the they weirdest made... thing. It says Nags Head. What can I say? That's okay, weird. so so I got. What, what am I holding on to here? Is this a hundred year old phone? Well, what the unique thing about this is real leather on the bottom of here. So is that's, really? a, that's a leather piece that it sits on. It's a, definitely an oval, and yeah. it has the as we said the speakerphone and the earphone. And it has, you know, the, the pop-up spring in the middle, a right. very heavy receiver. You remember the office where you put the nickels in the – Yes. Yeah, it feels heavy like that. Jim, Jim set up uh, yeah. Shroot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but this thing, this thing, you know what I call it. That's the government help phone. The government help phone. Yeah, if you pick that up right now, you'll get yeah. as much government help as uh, the rest of us. <laughs> but yes. we could paint this red, and then it would be more appropriate. <laughs> Anyway, the, the metal here could be restored. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of cool. It's telling the story of the use and the age. Yeah. yeah. And so often we'll tell folks, you know, hey, this is something that you could leave just like it is because it's telling the story, you know, the legend. And we can actually remove the, the finish and and lacquer it black again just as it was original. So yes. there's your decision point is that would you like it to look great or would you like it to tell the story of the family or where you got it? Is patina the word you're looking yeah, for? patina. Exactly. Patina. Because when I move things into my house, I generally – I generate patina. <laughs> I, I scratch and, you know, bump it against the wall and yeah. it, it looks lived in. But the other thing that I'm looking People at is – People charge a lot of money to put patina on things. You yeah. Right. You should look into that. I'll tell you what. Let me tell you a story, quick story that has nothing to do with you guys. It's not anything to do with these guys. My dad, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, worked at a, uh, an appliance store. And every now and then they'd have a scratch and dent sale, okay? And they dropped 20% off the TVs. Console TVs with scratches and dents. You know what they did the night before the sale? Scratched and dented. They scratched and dented them. But they made sure to do it in a place you could hide. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. Eh, sure, it's scratched and dented. If you've got a question, either for Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration or Eddie Casanova, the Kitchen Casanova of Distinctive Remodeling or Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, please do call 919-860-9783. Brock What's your 30-second speech about what you do? Because, honestly, Triangle Radiant Barrier gets lost in my brain. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, tri- triangle Radiant Barrier, we're a, we're a commercial and residential insulation company. So yeah. we do uh, batted, blown-in insulation, radiant barriers, obviously, yeah. uh, all the way to open and close-cell spray foam. Uh, we also do heavy mold remediation, which is primarily done in the crawl space uh, because we mm-hmm. also do crawl space encapsulations. And when you do a crawl space encapsulation, what are you doing? Are you put that, putting an upside down plastic barrier in there, like a an upside down hat? So, the in order to encapsulate per code, obviously, if mm-hmm. we're sailing a crawl space, you want it done per code. But to insulate a crawl space properly, you need to insulate with at least R ten on all the exterior walls of the crawl space. Yeah, the plastic uh, is just supposed to be on the ground. Running the plastic up the facing of the wall and securing it to the brick, that is not an encapsulated crawl space. No? That does not meet code to pull the insulation. Huh. I know. There's there's a lot to it. But, you know, code is code. We have to live to their rules. But we have a bunch of different options on how to do uh, crawl space encapsulations. You can visit our website at triangleradiantbarrier.com. All right. Eddie, the Kitchen Casanova. You got the nickname, nickname how? 
I got nicknamed the Kitchen Casanova from an Inside the Beltline newsletter called Beltline Buzz. Yeah. They did a, a feature story on us. and uh, So this wasn't a former girlfriend that no, called you the Casanova? No, not at all. Okay. No. No, it's it's the it's it's the the better side of of Casanova. There you go. <laughs> and you and you would after you'd finish a kitchen. After we remodel a kitchen, uh, uh, not just a facelift, but a, a complete kitchen remodel. Yeah. My wife and I come out and cook a gourmet meal for them to enjoy yes. and invite their friends over and have a party. And that is n- excellent. And now, of course, Eddie will cook you a gourmet meal and. Pass it through the door. <laughs> we're actually <laughs> postponing. Getting right? Yeah, we're actually postponing until all this oh, you COVID are? thing okay. is after. I don't want them to miss out on the on the party. How um, are you? How are you estimating jobs? How are you going out and meeting people and doing this in our present atmosphere? Well, we do uh, quiz the customer on their comfort level with yep. us coming to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we offer you know three D you know remote visits. Uh, either FaceTime or Zoom or things like that. But right. but if they're comfortable and they don't have anybody that's high risk in the home, I will go and see them. Good. And you can work from photographs up to that point? Certain projects we can just look at photographs and dimensions and get them estimates um, for certain pieces of it. But most of our work is design-build, mm-hmm. so it's much more involved than just pictures and uh, we want to learn how they live yeah. to be able to best design a solution for them. You mentioned lasers. Yes. For countertop. Well, what does that enter into? How does that enter into the process? It's part of the field work laser leveling, if you've ever heard that. We use lasers yeah. to uh, to provide a level line, say, for, for tops of cabinets oh, okay. or floors, layout floors and things like that. I guess I understand that. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned something that sticks in my brain. And I think ah, I got a question. If you've got a question for either of the two gentlemen who are here as guests, or Brock of Triangle Radiant Barrier, any of these guys, Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration and Eddie Casanave, the Kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling, please do call up nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three on Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Telephone number at Making Your Home Great is 919-860-9783. I'm Dave Alexander. In studio, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration, and Eddie Casanave, the kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling. Now, Bernard... uh, paying attention to your website here you know i was going over a few of your specialties and uh i mean you you guys restore a lot of stuff there's one of these that really jumped out to me just because i have experience in this area as well now explain this you you don't just restore uh you know radios and 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 wood banisters and you guys do gun and rifle restoration yeah the reason we got into it is because we are 50 percent of our work is fire and water damage 
So as we started uh, getting fires and people didn't know what to do with their firearms, we started this years ago, and then what's happened is it's developed into uh, a, a really quality team we have to evaluate a firearm. Now, what we try to specifically work on are ones that are not cartridge-oriented. Right. And so, you know, the, we get muskets, and we have, you know, the guys, part of the team uh, does the um, you know, the Civil War reenactments, and he services all the rifles for the reenactment teams. And so what we have is this huge uh, level of skill from our team members that are able to take on, you know, non-cartridge. So we do not, uh, in Mumford Restoration, have an FFL, but we use right. the gunsmith FF- FFL to receive and move and take care of guns that are, you know, in the older categories. And this is a delightful part of our work. I just love to take on a rifle or take on a, a pistol and and work yeah. with that to find out, or what can we do, you know, with the trigger spring, the whatever the problem is, this is something that we love to solve. But you can make the grip look beautiful, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we the can, wood part. We uh, do send out for nickel plating. You know, we do all cold bluing ourselves. We got, you know, the there's a lot of things that we can offer and talk about further, but this is a very exciting part for me. I, I love guns. I started hunting when I was very young, and, you know, I know just enough now to get me in trouble. Well, it takes a lot of skill. I mean, it as does. I had mentioned during the break, I have a background as a gunsmith as well. Um, and, and you know, being a gunsmith and restoration are, as we discussed, two totally different things. Yes. Uh, so uh, having somebody on staff that has the, the knowledge and the skill to do full restoration on old firearms, that's, that's pretty hard to find. There's not a lot of those guys around. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, so the fact... Yeah. The fact that you got somebody on staff that works with you that's like that, uh, that, that is very impressive. And that's kind of like remodeling versus building new. That's right. They're totally different. That's yes. right. Exactly. John in Clarksville. John, did we talk to you earlier, or am I having a f- brain fade? <laughs> yes, you, you did talk to me. Oh, so you're welcome to call again. In fact, we've got about 10 minutes left in the show. Call again after this call. <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> okay. What do you got going on, John? Put you on speed dial. Well, I was on the uh, distinctive remodeling website here uh, and looking at the outdoor living spaces. That is absolutely stunning. It is. Yeah, the, the reason I'm calling back, though, is what piqued my interest here is basements and man caves. <laughs> yeah, man caves is, is a popular <laughs> thing. Some, yeah. We're having to rename them, though, sometimes. Some space <laughs> what, can I do this? Yes, if you saw it on our website or or something you can dream up, we can we can probably do it in your basement as well. Johnny, uh, you married? Yes. All right, all right. I like the way you answered that. But <laughs> John, you uh, um, here's the thing: your wife called five minutes ago, and she said, "Yeah, you can do it. You can have him any man cave you want." John, what do you want in the man cave? Well, what I'm looking for is I've got this space in the basement. And, you know, it'd be nice just to go down and hang out. You know, you know, earlier I was talking about the six or eight friends. Well, if the weather's bad, I want to come inside. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm looking for. I'm just curious as to what the options are there as well. John, well, do you need it soundproofed? Because, we, I mean, we need to know specs here. Well, what, yeah, what, what kind of condition? That idea. What kind of condition is the basement in currently? Do you have it torn down to the studs, or do you have drywall up? Well, actually, the, the basement is... Basically, you have only been here a couple of years, and it's, it's just the basement. I mean, I, I don't have anything 
there right now. Well, if it's yeah. unfinished, you know, that makes it easier for us to, to put the heating and air in, put the electric in, frame up the walls that you need, and can accommodate putting, you know, another kitchen down there if you want to entertain and uh, not have to run up to the to the main kitchen. So some of it depends on, you know, proximity to your other other uh, aspects of the house. So, yeah, we take all those things into account as well. But now, Do y'all do that in-house, or, or do I have to find somebody to do all this? No, we, we design, yeah, yeah, we do design build. So we would uh, work with you to find out all the, the things that you're looking for and design the process. We do it in a 3D rendering kind of like you see on HGTV to where you can uh, view the space and make good decisions, and then we also do the construction. One-stop shop. John, bless you. Thank you very much for that plan. Um, I yeah. I was want, I do want to wonder um, how big is the biggest wall because you want a television to fit that. <laughs> and I got yeah. television and a bar. Television a and a bar. Now we're dreaming. Well, yeah. you, then you're going to need the other facilities. You're going to need a bathroom. You need a place for a bed. Um, right, and you'll right. nickname it the doghouse. <laughs> John, thank you. Hey, John, John, where is Clarksville? Teach me this. All right, Clarksville, directly north of Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, on Car Lake, K E R R. And it is right across the Virginia state line. That's what we thought. Yes, right. the only town in Virginia, I believe, that's actually on the lake. On the lake. All right, John, take care. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Somebody in the studio said, well, how far does WPTF go? We go as far as we want. <laughs> we go as far as they, until they get us you know, in trouble for it. We're, no, we're pretty much wide open. We're going to get stuff from, from far too left and right, far too east and west for some of the people who are here. Um, but Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration would love to take a look at something that is an heirloom or – just something special. He's still looking at that heavy phone of mine. It's it's a nice piece. What do you think? Yeah, definitely restorable. But um, you know, you have to decide between those two things. You know, do you want to keep it as it is because it's telling the story, or do you want it to be perfectly restored? And I think that's a decision only you and your wife can make. Well, I, I need to you, put Bernard on our on my speed dial as well. That's in, right. in my line of work, yeah, we run into needing somebody to come and. You know, fix some boo-boos that happened during the project. or You mean dropping an heirloom, having something well, fall uh, off a shelf? Even when we get a custom cabinet and the toe kit comes in a little bit different color, mm-hmm. we really? need to adjust the color or, you know, because if it's got a glaze on it, it yeah. it's something that becomes very difficult for the layperson to fix. So yeah, oh. Color matching can be quite difficult. Sure. I always enjoy the part of the show where I don't understand anything. <laughs> I really do. That's my my favorite. That's why you. That's why you bring in the pros. That's why, why Brock is here. Um, Brock, what what, um, what should we talk about? Triangle radiant barrier. Oh goodness, I don't think there's a specific topic. I mean, right now we're having a lot of customers that are reaching out to us over mold. So, yeah. you know, it's we're getting to that time of year. Um, luckily, the weather out is still pretty nice, but, you know, the high humidity comes with the rain. Yeah. And, and when we're getting a lot of rain, um, the humidity in the crawl space goes up pretty high, and, mm-hmm. and we're getting customers that are reaching out to us uh, because of musty smells throughout the house. Yeah. 
Um, and a lot of people don't know, but about half the air you breathe originates in the crawl space. So the, the healthier the environment underneath the house, the healthier the environment in the house. Um, so if you know any of our listeners are having concerns about mold in their their living space or underneath the home, they'd like to have us come out and take a take a look at at no charge. Right. You know, during the COVID thing, we're we're having to do what everybody else is doing. We're gearing up. I have face mask with 3M reloadable cartridges and, yes. and, and gloves and good news for a crawl space estimate I don't need to come in the house I'm able to go underneath the house mm. does the mold sometimes migrate up into the house from the crawl space yes um, that, that's pretty common most of the time you, you find mold in the crawl space it starts on the bottom part of the floor joist it works its way up the floor joist till it hits the subfloor yeah and then it spreads pretty rapidly once it once it hits the subfloor. Um, in the event it's not remediated and taken care of before mm-hmm. it gets to that point, uh, it, it typically turns into a very expensive problem. And we're calling Eddie at that point. That's because right. Because <laughs> somebody has torn down, you've taken out all the sheetrock, right? That's right, yeah. You've taken out everything. Yeah. Eddie, have you come into uh, like mold yes. situations? Yeah, we've seen some pretty pretty bad jobs that have been eaten up with mold and or termites. Well, talk to me about termites. How bad is that around here? Termites are very bad here. And, uh, you know, I know some of what Brock has to do is to allow for inspections for termites. That's right. With his, uh, when he seals a crawl space. So, Isn't there a moisture thing with the wood that there's a te- uh, certain moisture? Moisture meter. Mm-hmm. Moisture, but the moisture meter tells us whether termites could live in in this area that's right yeah actually i say this a lot but we we get we get called out most of the time customers that their termite guy has come out to do an inspection on the property and tested the the moisture in the wood and recommends a sealed crawl space and then they reach out to us to come out and take a look most of the time the moisture in the wood is a direct result of the humidity in the crawl space Mm -hmm. so being able to maintain humidity by an encapsulated crawl space it it not only eliminates the moisture but the humidity itself and you have a a nice environment underneath the home something you don't have to worry about anymore eddie you'll take out a wall and you'll make my kitchen look great yes what else we do a lot of this time of year we do a lot of outdoor kitchens we yeah. do uh, additions and renovations. I'm actually in the process of building my in-laws a, a whole new house. So I'll be, yeah. I'll be calling Brock for that. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you going to do the under the sealed house? Crawl space? Yeah, yeah, I'm not even putting any vents in the foundation because I know it's going to be sealed. Good call. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yes, any, any kind of addition, renovation, um, we take care of that. Siding, windows, roofs. Siding? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm looking at all these interior pictures. Well, relate it like this. If it's attached to your home, yeah. we remodel it. Excellent. <laughs> Eddie Cassidy. Well, I got a deck. All right. Yep. Hey, we Eddie, do those, too. You do those, mm-hmm. too. All right. Eddie Cassidy of the Kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling. All right. Bernard Mumford. So What's that, the weirdest thing you've done? So the description that we make uh, compared yeah. to what Eddie was saying is that if you take the house and turn it upside down and yes. shake it, whatever falls <laughs> out, we can fix that. That's right. <laughs> okay? Hologram of so, stuff that got busted. Yeah. All so the, I want to tell you guys quick about yeah. uh, a, a job we just finished for Corners Folly. It's a place out in, Corn, in Kernersville, and it's K-O-R-N-E-R-S Folly. And a very unique, distinctive house built in 1880. 
That's and it. it is now um, being um, completely remodeled, and we've done some of their pieces of furniture. You have, and they'll go back in and yeah. So we just delivered the first stage, and uh, I, I suggest you guys go see that. Nice. Thank you, gentlemen. This is making your home great. FM ninety eight five, AM six eighty, WPTF.